Thank y'all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Want to give a big shout out to all of our sponsors: Par Hopper Golf Apparel, Gridiron Coffee, Nobles Networking, our new uh, sponsors, Diesel Crate. And uh, I'm going to mess this up again. Knife of the Month Club or Knife of the Month Shop. Go check them out on Instagram. Uh, I'll get it right one day, boys. Thank you for the free stuff and, and everything y'all send. Our management company, Red Circle, and all the corporate sponsors that aired before, middle, and after on the show. Yesterday, we had a whole lot of fun with the episode that is entitled Jesus and Bocephus. Uh, we started off pretty much going to hell and ended up in heaven by the time it was all said and done. Um, but we had uh, Jesse Wayne Taylor with us yesterday who's involved with uh, Creative Vets, and um, we got to talking after the show, and he actually has folks in here that are involved with Creative Vets, and I'm super excited to um, to introduce y'all to Mr. Kyle and Mr. Chris. I'm going to let Jesse tell y'all a little bit more about him, and Jesse, thank you for uh, lining us up today. Thank you again for having me last night. Thanks again for having me this morning. Thank you for and- getting on your mic. Yeah, you're welcome. Last <laughs> night I had, a, I had a mic issue. I wasn't sticking my face in the mic like I was supposed to, but today I'm making some changes. Thank you, sir. To my right, I got my buddy Kyle Yepsen, who is the deputy director at Creative Vets. And then to my left, I have my friend, Mr. Chris Bickle, who is a veteran who went through the program for the first time last year um, and was one of the first veterans that I started working with when I started working for Creative Vets back in February. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I've gotten the opportunity and the uh, pleasure of getting to know these guys quite a bit better over the past year, and uh, they've definitely both made an impact on my life, and I totally enjoy getting to work with Kyle at Creative Vets, and then recently more, a little bit more closely with Chris, and we'll get a little bit more into that here in just a few minutes, I guess. Well, I know that's how me and you got connected in the first place, and that's what just made me just, uh, I just think you're a badass. I think everything that y'all do is just awesome. Uh, as I was sharing with y'all a while ago, and a lot of the listeners know my story, um, the fact that y'all give people, our, our veterans, an outlet. Uh, I always tell everybody that unless you deal with mental health issues, you don't understand it. There's no, there's no way you get it. People ask me all the time. We do a thing at, uh, at our studio down in Georgia. It's called the Still Writing Sessions. Um, we don't monetize it. We don't have... Um, we don't record the episodes or anything. It's just people sitting around our table or hanging out in the studios. It's just building a support system, right? Um, and people ask me to come in. They're like, what is something that you do to, you know, get your mind off things? And I tell them, you know, you have to do something that you need something that you don't have to depend on somebody else. That is something that when you're struggling, you can go do it and it takes your mind off everything. I color. I, I, I color. It's something that I can just, you know, get away from it and, you know, color. It's weird, but I like the color. Um, it's awesome. And we got a lot of people at Creative Vets that like the color too, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and when Jesse, when he first started telling me about this, it just made me feel like with the coloring and everything else y'all do there, it's something that I wish a lot more people know about. I hope that I get time or I hope that, you know, Jesse can take me down there before I leave. And uh, I want to put it all over social media. I want to do as much as we can to where more people know about it. I'm still surprised that there's folks around here when I when I was telling some buddies about it today, they didn't know about it. I, I want to help as much as I can because this is one of the things that people around here should be just knocking y'all's doors down to help with. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we actually, we have been growing quite a bit um, and a lot more people are getting to know about us, about our mission, um, you know, and our service to our veterans. So, we're really excited about that. Um, and, you know, what you said right there about something that, you know, when when your mind's going a thousand miles an hour uh, to help slow it down and take your mind off of things. But, you know, just basically allow the front of your mind to focus on something else mm-hmm. while everything else can kind of decompress. And that's what we do. Uh, helping veterans tell their stories through art and music. Uh, what, what's your official title there, Mr. Chris? Uh, Kyle. Kyle, Kyle. Okay. I'm a, see, I told you I was going to mess this up already. <laughs> I, prom- I told you. Uh, I am the deputy director. Okay. Um, so I'm the right-hand man to our uh, executive director, Richard Casper, who's also the co-founder. Um, Richard Casper was a um, in the Marines. He, um, he was actually my brother's commanding officer in Fallujah, Iraq. 
and a um, little bit of backstory there. Um, so my brother and Richard met actually in Iraq, and they hit it off right from the get-go, uh, became really close friends, and they were actually assigned to the same Humvee, the same truck. And my brother was a 50 cal gunner. And so they served together, and uh, long story short, my brother was actually shot and killed right beside Richard Casper. Sorry, sir. Um, well, thank you. Um, but it was, it was that, that experience that, I mean, if you really want to take a shortcut around, that's, that's what uh, helped Creative Ets become uh, an organization. Um, Richard returned after um, dealing with the loss of his good friend and then also for, uh, for IED explosions, four separate ones, with uh, severe traumatic brain injury, depression, anxiety, um, and trying to find his way back in the civilian world um, and had a lot of, a lot of trouble uh, just dealing with everything that comes comes a- along with all of that. So um, he tried to go to school. He said he uh, had such bad anxiety he would like physically get sick before even arriving at campus. <clears throat> and it was actually in an art class that he found a way to channel all of his emotions and his story. Um, and he was able to create, uh, you know, he started with paintings, but create paintings that were able to tell his story without him having to say a word. And that was his biggest thing. He was afraid to get in front of people and talk. But when he would paint a picture and he'd just show it to people and they'd see it and they'd say, wow, you use the color red here because that, that shows how much you love somebody. That shows the blood you saw, the anger you have. And he was able, he was able to see that, holy cow, people are, are actually able to understand what I'm going through and all I have to do is show them an image. And so that's kind of creative. That's mission is to uh, tell people or tell veteran stories without the veteran having to say a word. So whether it's through song or art, whether it's painting, uh, ceramics, creative writing, uh, photography, you name it, um, just helping veterans get those stories off their chest that they they feel like they can't tell uh, to a civilian for a number of reasons. A civilian won't understand. They'll feel too much shame or anxiety or whatever. And what ends up happening is when veterans uh, actually come through our program, they tell these stories and they say, I can't believe it made that big of a difference. Um, because when I finally told this story uh, to you know their, their family members, their wife, whoever, they're like, people actually understand and it's it's this cathartic feeling and um and it really helps helps them begin the healing process so that's 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 what creative that's is all about that's awesome how, how does someone uh because I, I would like to go through a lot with you with y'all today yeah. so we're probably gonna jump around skip um i'm guessing everybody that's there is on volunteer basis um, no, not really. We do have we do have full time staff. We have okay. a number of volunteers as well. Um, but in order to, I mean, we we are based here in Nashville, but we also have a location in Chicago. But we serve veterans all over the country. Okay. So we do have full time staff. Um, but we uh, we you know uh, over seventy five percent of every single dollar that comes in goes directly back to veteran programming. Um, so that's usually, you know, the, the benchmark. Um, if you're donating to an organization, you want to make sure your, your money's going to helping those veterans. So, yeah, we do have full-time staff just to make sure that the organization, uh, continues to run and runs efficiently. Um, but yeah, we also do have a lot of volunteers and the, the biggest volunteer group, I mean, when we have a veteran come through our program, I mean, it's it's almost 100% when they they finish the program they turn to us and say how do i come back how do i help my next man or woman um and and help them experience this as well because they've seen how much it helped them and they just want to help the next the next person in line how long does usually a program last um it depends we have we have a number of programs from our community based programs which uh, will host, you know, an art or a music program. It'll be a couple of hours every week for four to six weeks. 
Um, and then we have much more intensive programs like our individual songwriting programs. And those programs uh, last three to four days. And then our really our, our, our flagship program is our art program that where we partner with universities. And it's a, an accredited program um, with either the School of the Art Institute of Chicago, Belmont University here in Nashville, University of Southern California, and a number of others. And those are three weeks long. And we actually bring veterans from all over the country. They actually stay on campus in the dorms. And they, they effectively live like a college student. What we want to show them is that, uh, you know, here, here's a veteran who's afraid to leave their house or, or doesn't, doesn't feel like they, they have the confidence or the ability to stick with a college program. What we do is we help them. We have pro professional teachers and instructors paired with veteran instructors uh, that teach these programs for three, three solid weeks. And at the end of it, we say, hey, look, you just did a summer semester at a college and you just did a full time thing. You can do this on your own. And so we have a number of our, our veterans who go through those programs and then re-enlist, uh, re-enroll in class um, and, and pursue a collegiate career. Um, so, so anyway, I mean, to really, we have everything from a few days long to a full three weeks solid. How does a veteran contact y'all to, I guess, get into these programs? The easiest way is on our website, creativevets.org. Um, there's a link where you can apply. Um, all you have to do is fill out some really basic information, um, attach your DD-214. You can redact, you know, your social security number and all that. We just want to see uh, service and, you know, basic details about that. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's the easiest way to, to apply. Um, or you can call us. Our, our number's on our website as well. I've got a question, and it's kind of – I don't mean to take away from what we're talking about, but it just got me curious. Um, do, are any of these programs, like, offered through the VA? Yeah, yeah. We actually – we partner with a number of VAs. Um, we, we actually have three programs going right now, uh, all with Ohio-based VAs currently, um, Cincinnati, Columbus, and Cleveland. And um, – what we do is, you know, the VA has been uh, taking great, great uh, strides forward in like a whole health aspect. And instead of, uh, you know, serving veterans simply through medication and those kind of things. That's what I was getting at. That's what I was trying to, yep. I was kind of hinting at. And so, yeah, we, we had be, been offering these programs for years. And uh, finally, uh, you know, we got linked up with a couple of VAs and the, v, the, the, uh, you know, the satisfaction and, and the, you know, how effective these programs have been, the VA started reaching out to us saying, hey, can we just, you know, partner with you guys so you host your programs your way and we'll help recruit the veterans that just come into our VA. So what we do is we do both songwriting and art programs. We have a photography program going and a mixed media uh, program, a collage program right now where Basically, a veteran goes to their VA, they sign up through their doctor, um, we ship them all the supplies that they would need, or in the photography uh, situation, either they either have a camera or they can borrow, rent a camera from the VA, and we teach them everything, and it's all done through Zoom, um, but so they, you know, they're interacting directly with their local VA, but then we're also we're bringing the knowledge and expertise of these these instructors that we've been using for years that are you know world renowned and worked with huge organizations. Um, and so yeah yeah we're we're working directly with with a lot of the VAs and we hope to expand those programs because they have really really taken off. We actually just had the Columbus. Uh, Columbus VA, they just today sent me an email saying they want to re-up and do another photography program, and we're we're only two sessions into a six-week session uh, program. So that's awesome. Yeah, I know that's one of the first things that uh, whenever I got involved with anything like this, uh, that you would hear is just the VA just didn't do anything besides push pills. That's unfortunately that that was the case, and I think. Um, you know, there's, there have been a lot of changes, um, at, at the top end that's of the good, VA that's great to hear. and it's filtering down. Yeah. 
where uh, they're acknowledging that, you know, yes, medication may, may be a, a tool in the toolbox, but it's not the only tool. And there's a lot of different ways to help these veterans. And especially now with the, the situation with COVID, you know, flaring up and going away, uh, to be able to host effective programming through Zoom, it really opens a lot of doors to a lot of different resources across the country. Um, and so we're seeing support from both the VAs as well as these uh, professional artists, instructors um, across the country that just want to help give back to those veterans who have already served for us. I love seeing it. Yeah, I, I love seeing it. Uh, if someone wants to uh, to donate or someone wants to, because uh, I want to make sure people know time and time again throughout this how they can donate. Yeah. Can you tell them how real fast? Yeah. Once again, creativevets.org is the easiest way. Uh, there's a link on there. Um, and we, we work with Network for Good, which is one of the largest pay, payment processors for all uh, nonprofits across the country. Um, you know, we're always happy to, to take a check-in as well. But yeah, everything can be found on our website, creativevets.org. Um, and if you, you know, if maybe you have extra time but not a lot of extra money, we would love to talk to you about volunteer opportunities. Because like I said, we're, we're, uh, we have locations and, and programs all over the country. So if we can help you get involved, uh, we would love to have, have any support we can get. Jesse, what's it like for you, like being able to do this and help these guys? And it probably helps you as well, I would imagine. But just what's it been like affecting your life? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So <clears throat> I started volunteering several years ago. And the first time I ever, ever had a songwriting session with the program, that changed my life big time. I think I talked about it some last night. A little bit. Um, but uh richard called me the night after i talked with him about creative vets for the first time that next morning was like hey man i actually do have a veteran here do you want to come in and, and write the song with us this morning i said sure so i rolled in and um four hours of nice hard work on his part and on our part as writers and uh it was definitely a new experience for me because he was for sure getting some stuff off his chest that he had never taken the time to to do that and um, he was doing it with us, and we were putting it to music, and uh, it was it was really it, it was it was hard to see how amazing it was at the time. But after I got a second to step back and really see, it was just like a miracle, can, you know. Can you explain to people who who don't understand what a regular writer like a writing session would be like compared to what you did? Because I'm I'm guessing I'm trying to paint a picture in my head. You so, probably talked to him about some things that were troubling him to start off with and then to put it in the song right right and um and, and so the, this gentleman had lost a, lost a friend which is a pretty typical thing obviously um for for veterans and so we we went through that whole processing through lyrics in the song and so later on after the co-write richard came to me and was like hey man this gentleman is going to leave town tomorrow but we're going to go to that writer's round you have to play tonight and we want you to play that song and i was like oh man come on i want like two weeks to sit on it and play it some and listen to it and like really get to know it before i perform it he's like oh please come on man this guy's going to be leaving tonight or tomorrow morning please sing it for him it's like, tough okay. to do it the first night yeah and so i was like all right well i'll do it and i i performed it for him and the high 10 15 people that was there at Belcourt taps that night and um, as I sang every word to that song, he sang them back to me, and he cried and smiled the whole time while he mm. did it. Um, and that just blew me away, and I felt like the good Lord was telling me, hey, man, it didn't take much for you to do that, and it did a whole lot for that guy right there. And that, and that really shaped me. And I tell Richard, you know, anytime you need somebody to help, holler at me. And he's ho hollered at me several times over the years, and I've been lucky enough to get the opportunity to do that several times. And then back in February, I started working for Creative Vets and with the program, doing guitar lessons and songwriting sessions um, with veterans on the waiting list. And so that has been – it was – okay, so you asked about normal, regular co-writes in Nashville. That's totally different than your, your Creative Vets co-write, right? Our typical Creative Vets co-write, we've got – on your average, two Nashville songwriters who are most likely non-veterans, and then a veteran who's been through the program, 
and then the veteran who's going through the program. The veteran who's been through the program is kind of like his battle buddy in that situation to help him go through the process. Somebody who's already done it before, they don't feel like they're alone. Um, that's your typical. Now I've been doing these one-on-one sessions, which is a little different as well because it's even more um, – I mean, it's just you and, and one other person talking back and forth. So it's a pretty um, intimate setting. Um, you asked if it has changed my life. Absolutely, dramatically. Um, honestly, if I weren't getting to do this with Creative Vets right now, I probably wouldn't begin to do anything in music, period, because of the, the physical issues that I'm having right now. Um, so unbelievably grateful in that sense. Um, I've, I've been having a lot of pain on the right side of my body since I had a hip surgery not too long ago. And a lot of these guys and girls that I've been communicating with are dealing with much worse pain than I am. And at a cost that, you know, kind of put they, yours they in perspective. Were, exactly. So not only does it put it in perspective, but I've, I've literally, I've told multiple of these veterans that have, that have come to me sharing their story. Hey, I, I hope you know, you came in here today wanting some help but you helped me. Yeah. You didn't realize it, but you did. And you talking about your pain and how you had to deal with it, like that made me feel like I wasn't a lunatic. Um, and so, dude, the road goes both ways every time. The goal every time somebody gets in the room is for it to be a therapeutic, not only a moment, but like that that song does what it needs to do for them afterwards. So that's my goal in there, and it ends up being therapeutic for me almost every single time. Do y'all have anybody that is a songwriter and a veteran? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's okay. several. Yeah, we actually, uh, he actually just, one of the guys uh, just joined our board, uh, Luke Pell. Um, some people may know him. He was on The Bachelor, but he's actually an Army veteran who wrote with a number of our veterans. Cool. Um, now he's in, here in Nashville as a songwriter. and um, Got one sitting over here, oh, too, awesome. son. And then yeah, we yeah. So I mean, he was he was the first, but yeah, we've got Chris right here on the show tonight, and um, and so yeah, we more and more, and that that's what's remarkable about our songwriting program is how like how it literally does change lives. Uh, like Jesse was saying, um, we have so many veterans who, after writing just one song, they're like. Hey, I can't wait. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna learn how to play guitar. I'm gonna write a song, and then they'll come back to us a month later and like, guess what I've been working on? And you know, and so then you you really start to see the talent come out. And um, I'll let Chris talk about his yes, his own journey here. because uh, he's he's a prime example of somebody who, who's really gone through it. Um, but yeah, yeah. So we have a number of veterans. It sounds like we saved the best for last to introduce here, Miss Chris. <laughs> I don't know about that. T tell us about you. Yeah. So, uh, I grew up in Northeast Oklahoma. I am a legit OG, Okie from Muskogee. Um, <laughs> my parents are both police officers. So I was raised with a pretty strong sense of service, uh, both to community and country. Um, I had every intention of being a professional musician. I started playing guitar when I was about 14 or 15 years old. But then 9-11 uh, happened when I was uh, when I was 18, sorry, 19, and I think that changed the world for a lot of us. So I called the recruiters about a week after uh, September 11th, 2001, and then at that time frame, you know, thank God a lot of other Americans had the exact same thought. Uh, so it took a while to get a date to go to uh, basic training, but by May of 2002, I was in basic training and, uh, you know, did the regular Army thing for a few years going through training. My first assignment was Hawaii. That first assignment was a strategic assignment, which means non-deploying, which was the exact opposite reason of why I'd come in. So my, uh, my sergeant major at the time had been involved in the, uh, I believe the 7th Special Forces Group. Uh, so he pulled some strings, and I was able to volunteer and go out to the 10th Special Forces Group in uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Where I did, I call it three deployments, but one of them was only like a three-week, uh, what we call a PDSS, pre-deployment site survey, so they technically don't count that. Uh, so we'll call it two and a half, uh, two and a half deployments to Iraq with them. And then I tried out for something else, and uh, I went and spent about uh, 10 years uh, working in various jobs at the, the special operations community then uh, with multiple deployments to the Middle East, East Africa, and South America. Uh, in 2018, uh, I was in Iraq. I uh, came home in September and started getting sick. I uh, got sick quite a bit. It started out being about once a month and then ramped up to about once a week, and we realized that something strange was going on. I was hospitalized uh, off and on for about two years uh, at Johns Hopkins and Walter Reed. 
all of my blood, blood levels were abnormal. White blood cell counts were high. My bone marrow was weird. My cerebral spinal fluid was weird. Uh, they found numerous things that were very alarming, but nobody could point to exactly what was going on. Uh, and then finally, they figured out that I had uh, developed an autoimmune disease uh, called adult onset stills. And at that point, it was, okay, you can, uh, you can no longer serve in Special Operations Command, right, which makes sense. We don't have non-deploying positions. So I was transferred to a Wounded Warriors Brigade, now called the, the Soldier Recovery Units. And it would be easy for me to tell you that getting sick was difficult, right? I mean, I think we can all understand that. I think the most difficult thing for me, though, it wasn't getting sick. Um, it wasn't being afraid that I might die, and both were true. But the hardest thing for me was no longer being able to be uh, a special operator. It was more than just a job. Uh, when I looked in the mirror, that's who I saw. That's how I thought of myself. Uh, but I found, I found a silver lining uh, in my illness, and that kind of coincided with me being invited to come out to, to Creative Vets. Uh, a friend of mine knew that I had been a musician, though I'd never written a song. Um, I'd played guitar for over 20 years with a pretty eclectic palette, everything from you know, Ozzy Osbourne and <laughs> Skid Row to you know, Stapleton and, and Tyler Childers and, and you know, multiple other artists. Uh, but they told me about Creative Vets. Uh, I was invited out, and I, I was able to uh, actually sit down and write a song with uh, Heath Sanders, Tyler Farr, Jeremy Bussey, and the executive director of Creative Vets, Richard Casper, who's a phenomenal songwriter in, in his own right. Uh, and I, I didn't even know... I knew that I was struggling with my mental health, right, with like that, that, that identity of not knowing who I was, and I was watching the way it was negatively affecting my life. But I didn't really understand it. Right? I didn't have the ability to really look inside and, and know what it was I was dealing with until I sat down uh, with these songwriters and told my story, and then they turned around and told me, here's what you're saying, here's what, you know, here's what I think you're feeling. I was like, oh, my God, you know, you're right. This is what I've been trying to explain to my, my wife and my family for you know, almost, almost two years now. And, uh, it, it, you know, it absolutely uh, 100% changed, changed my life. Not only did it help me find a way to reevaluate my own identity in so much as it allowed me to see myself as the person I actually was, not as just the job I did or the deployments that I went on or the unit that I was involved in, but who I was and what I wanted out of life. Uh, and, I, you know, at the same time, my illness also allowed me to stop being deployed six to eight months of every year and actually spend some time with my wife and with my kids and, and focus on all those things. So that all came at a, you know, the most possible opportune time. And it was such a profound experience for me that the moment the songwrite was over, I, I, like, I knew what I had to do. Like, I knew what the next mission was. And it, it wasn't going to Iraq, and it wasn't going to Afghanistan or, or wherever, right? It was helping some other veteran, helping somebody else have this exact same experience because it's something everybody has to, has to have experience to, to get these things out and, and experience this process. So I told uh, Richard Casper that I wanted to be involved. They signed me up as a veteran's mentor. Uh, and I came home, and I did some songwriting lessons with, uh, with Jesse Wayne Taylor, who's also an amazing songwriter. And I enrolled at Berkeley College of Music. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going there to, to kind of develop some of that, that skill set while continuing to do uh, both solo writing and co-writing. I'm applying to Belmont University uh, to their songwriting program and moving to Nashville. Uh, as soon as the ink is dry on my retirement paperwork, uh, my <laughs> wife and my kids and I will be, will be down here. Come on. And I want to be the best songwriter I possibly can. And if I could write a song or two that's pretty decent for myself, sure, that'd be great. But what I really want to do is be good enough that I can sit down with these veterans and help them the same way that Creative Vest was able to help me. I want to run through a wall for you. <laughs> oh, my God. For real. All right. Oh, I'm my God. You, don't you just love Chris Bickle? Oh, I'm my God. You, and I'm going to tell you, you talk about somebody who was thirsty for lessons. This guy right here. I, he didn't miss one. He oh, didn't miss you know, dude. Oh, dude. There's certain people that you just meet that is just like, shit. <laughs> I don't even know how you put it. Uh, whatever you do, you're just going to be the best at. Yeah. He's got to be good at, at it, right? Like yeah. He, he's good. Yeah. So when we, he, when we went to Chicago last weekend, too, and dude, I, the whole time I was like, I felt so protected with Chris yeah. Bickle beside me the whole time. I'm, I literally am like, I don't care who comes in this room right now. That's literally <laughs> what I'm thinking. Um. No, that dude, uh, that is cool. I, I've heard a lot of the guys who have reached out to us or who has told their story to us. Um, most of them say one or two things. It's after something has happened to them, they can no longer serve. They either miss the, the men or they miss what they had became. Mm -hmm. And you saying that, I just it, it just makes the most sense that you admit that you were an operator. Um, I don't, it, I'll never understand that. I don't have a clue. I, I 
I hope one day I miss being a podcaster. I hope I don't have to get in front of a microphone one day. Uh, you, you are more. You, you are so much more than what the a normal person, you know, that's, and that's just insane to me. Um, but I think what you do now is going to make so much more of a difference and help so many more people. And uh, I'm always about the, the broken road. I'm always about we don't understand why we're where we're at. And if you have a negative outlook on it, having a negative outlook on a negative situation never made it positive. It never did. So, so why make things worse? I used to. I used to be the world's worst about it. Something bad would happen, and I would throw a little fit. And something else bad would happen. I'd stump my toe, and then I'd throw my damn hands up. I'd hit my <laughs> elbow on the refrigerator. And then something else bad would happen. Something fall off the top. And I started figuring out, you might stump your toe, but if you just keep your cool, keep your composure, yeah. nothing bad happens after that. And you and everybody else there figuring out that there's another path and you're more than what you thought you were. And now you get to relit, you get to be the best at something else again. That's just so amazing to me. It's just so inspiring to me. So, uh, did you think this time last year you'd be in Nashville on a podcast getting ready to play your song? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm excited to hear it. I'm ready to hear it. Oh, I'm pumped. Let's yeah, hear you it. hear it right now? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Come on, son. Yeah, don't don't be nervous now. <laughs> I already know it's going to be good. There's no way you had that type of energy just talking. Goodness gracious. Uh, by the way, I don't know if y'all know this while y'all are getting tuned up and getting ready. Do y'all know what Project K9 Hero is? I I don't know. I actually saw that you you interviewed them, right? No, yeah. Project K9 Hero, there's an event tonight. I didn't know if y'all would be interested in going or whatever. Or just, you know, saying hey to them, reaching out. Uh, Project K9 Hero is a buddy of ours. His name is Jason Johnson. Uh, they take, uh, he, he has a, a farm that's not too far from here. I'm, I bet he would love to meet y'all. Um, it's, uh, it's probably about an hour and a half from here, but they've got a big fundraiser tonight. They help um, dogs that after they have served, if they're handlers or whatever, they're retired. If no one can keep them or whatever, they, he gives them a home. Um, awesome. They got like 152 uh, retired military dogs and police dogs and everything. And uh, they got a big event we're going to after this. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, we actually, we, I mean, I'd really like to, and if we can make it happen, we yeah. will. But we actually have a veteran in town who just finished writing his song. Uh, like, literally, we got a call from them as we were driving over here. Awesome. Um, so we're going to be taking him out to dinner. Cool. Uh, we're going to get him some uh, some good hot chicken, Nashville hot chicken. Absolutely. Um, so, but if yeah, if we can make it all work, we'll get that. I, if nothing else, I'll just give y'all his information. He yeah. would love to talk to y'all. You know, believe it or not, we've had a, a handful of songs written about uh, veterans and their, and their, their service dogs. Yeah. Um, and I wrote one with Chris, uh, uh, Chris Campbell and... Uh, Bruce Waltz. Yeah, yeah, and I actually, I, I've, I was talking on the phone with a veteran who, Larry. Uh, yeah, sorry, I mean to cut you off. Okay, but, uh, but yeah, about that, and it, he's like, I don't know if you guys ever write songs about like service animals, but he was <laughs> my best friend over there. It's like, believe it or not, yeah, we do. <laughs> I don't, so, it, there's been songs written about dogs that wasn't service dogs, yeah. so I imagine it's all right. Shout yeah. out to my buddy Chris Campbell if he's listening. Uh, so Chris is the second veteran who played me his song. At least played it on the guitar. We're getting we're we're working on the singing. I'm gonna try to get him out here in Nashville singing his song one of these days too. Um, but he was the second veteran that played me his song back on his guitar after going through the guitar lessons with me. Which what what, totally what mic do you think you're talking into right now? I'm not talking into one. Hopefully you guys can <laughs> you're hear talking me. Talking into the frame. Hopefully you guys what can are hear you me. Doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're a musician for shit. I love you, Chris. We need to have this on video. Uh, I started to bring all the camera equipment, and I was like, "There won't be no moments that happen." You just you and Mike work. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good too. Is what's mind blowing about it. Uh, y'all, y'all go ahead. Y'all, I'm gonna probably push your mic up, but y'all go ahead. Now you're good to go. 
Gotta tip my hat to that teenage Mustang cowboy Grew up on that Oklahoma clay Raised on Chris Ledoux Back rows and muddy boots And an old church pew and a mama's amazing grace Sometimes I miss him Sometimes I'm glad he's gone I turned out different But I know I'm better off So here's to leaving Here's to learning And to a bridge worth burning So tonight I'm gonna raise one high To who I am And the man I left behind I learned the price of freedom on that old one-way To a different kind of middle of nowhere Where mistakes can't be made But some men can be saved That's why I had to leave one over there Sometimes I miss him Sometimes I'm glad he's gone I turned out different but I know I'm better off So here's to leaving, here's to learning And to a bridge worth burning So tonight, I'm gonna raise one high To who I am and the man I left behind Now I got my boys and a pretty wife Air in my lungs and a damn good life I bet I wouldn't even recognize the man I used to be Sometimes I miss him Sometimes I'm glad he's gone I turned out different But I know I'm better off So here's to leaving, here's to learning And to a bridge worth burning So tonight, I'm gonna raise one high who I am The man I left behind Absolutely That's good Dude. Yeah What's funny about that is the, uh, That's the very first time I've ever sung for anybody Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good I love that I yeah. love that I love the story that is good. Um, who came up with the idea on it? You just started it, just telling them? The idea was kind of a, a joint thing. So kind of what I was initially talking about with uh, Richard Casper for the song, right, was this idea of silver linings, right? Uh, because my, my disease allowed me to spend so much time with my, with my family that there was a, a pretty significant silver lining to it. And as we were sitting in the room, I think it was, I don't want to give credit because I don't remember if it was Heath Sanders or Tyler Farr. Okay. Uh, but one of them asked me, um, about the man that I was serving, you know, about the, about the operator that I was. Uh, and if I still wanted to be that person, uh, and I said, no man, I, you know, I left that guy behind. And then it just kind of really went from there. Uh, it was actually, it was Heath Sanders who wanted to talk about the idea of, you know, leaving a man behind, which was a knee jerk for me because, you know, in the military, that's what we always say is, you know, no man left behind. And that's such a, I don't know, such a, like an emotion-inspiring, you know, statement to make. Um, yeah, absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal experience. Uh, that's, that's one that is just a, uh, it's a gut punch. Yeah. It's a gut punch. Yeah. That, that whole trip, um, if you don't mind, if I can... Pretty please, Kyle, go right ahead. Scenes. <laughs> so, I mean, that whole trip for Creative Vets, it was kind of a, a surprise of things that aren't quite exactly the way they were supposed to go but they worked out really really well um for example i picked up chris from the airport and i think i i told you about like so i, I heard about his injury one of his injuries was related to your jaw right mm -hmm. and so richard tells me yeah hey uh the, the veteran's landing can you go run to the airport pick him up and I was like, isn't this the, the guy with the jaw injury? Like, is he going to be able to talk to me? Like, I mean, <laughs> how, what, what, what should I be expecting? And so 
I'm like driving to the airport. I'm like, I have no idea. Like this might be a really uncomfortable, awkward, like silent drive back to the office. And then I see Chris and I'm like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> and he won't shut up the whole time. And so we had a long conversation. And so uh, anyway, then fast forward to the songwriting. So to keep the, the writing process straightforward and streamlined, we don't have a whole bunch of people in the room or anything. I mean, we do keep it intimate with just a couple songwriters, like Jesse said, and then the veteran and a mentor. Um, so I had no idea about how the song was going, how anything was going. We don't know until we get a call afterwards that it's done. And so uh, the, they started writing, what, at like 10 a.m.? Yeah, something like that. Something like that at the Opry. Oh no, no, you guys were at a house, but well, we were we were at the Opry at the Roy Acuff house. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, and then I still haven't heard from Richard. The end of the day rolls around. It's like five p.m. I still haven't heard anything. I see them show up at the office at like seven p.m. and they go straight in, and they've still got the lights on at like ten p.m. And usually these songwriting sessions take. I mean, the songwriters here are incredible, but they usually take only about five or six hours from start to finish. And it's like 1030 and the lights are still on. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is a marathon. And, <laughs> and so anyway, I finally hear from Richard at about 11 p.m. Like, yeah, we just finished it. I'm like, how was that? And he was like, it was really good. It was really good. And so I still hadn't heard it. And I actually, we went out the next night and it was actually performed by, it was Heath and Tyler. Mm -hmm. Both um, came. That and, was cool. Yeah. And uh, the first time I heard it, I just leaned over to Chris and I was like, that was worth every single minute. I cried. Yeah. It, he, told, he told me one of the songs I wrote made him cry. And so after I heard that, I walked up to him and I said, well, if it makes you feel better, you made me cry too. Yeah. <laughs> And that song can be found on uh, on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music. Um, just search "Creative." That's "Man I Left Behind," and uh, yeah, you'll you'll hear the full production version. But you got got to hear a, a from the a, a songstick, yeah. yeah, from from the actual <laughs> veteran who who wrote it's his story. So anyway, does it feel to you, or has it felt to you since you got it out? Has something felt like it got lifted from you, like a weight was lifted or a change was lifted? Oh, uh, yeah, 100%. So when the songwrite was over, I felt like this like burden that I'd just been carrying around, like this ball of tension on my back that, it, that I didn't even know was there was just gone. That's amazing. That's amazing. And just to, just to double down on the like 11 to 12-hour songwrite, like, it's important for me to underscore that the reason why it took that long wasn't because we sat in a room trying to figure out what to say. Um, I, I really have to, to shout out to Richard Casper, Jeremy Bussey, Tyler Farr, Heath Sanders, because they sat there in that room, and within an hour of first sitting down, they already had a bunch of amazing material they were coming up with, and none of them would be happy with good. They yeah. wanted to find something that they thought was great, and so they That's kept cool, polishing man. and working and polishing and working. And to see people who don't have to do that, yeah, you know, guys at that level of, of talent, yeah. musicianship, could have you know given you a fifty percent solution that would be better than I mean certainly anything I could have done at the time you know that would have made me happy and that just wasn't good enough for them and man it just warms my heart to know that there's people like that out there helping our veteran community. See now now they just I like them even more now because I didn't think about it like that. Oh, I, yeah. I that just made that just won me over with them a little bit more because I was I was kind of sitting here thinking too like why why did it take that long like I. You know, I didn't know. I didn't know why yeah. it would have, but them, that's cool. That hey, that's good. The the songwriter community here in Nashville consistently blows me away. I mean, we will reach out to songwriters. Sometimes it'll be one of those like we'll get one of those calls from a veteran who's really going through a really hard time, and so it's like let's just let's get them here. Let's write something. Let's let's make something happen. You know, it, within two three days. And so we'll call somebody out of the blue and they'll be like, oh man, I really want to do it, but I, I already committed to this tour or this show or whatever. And then it's like, okay, cool. Well, we totally understand. We'll, we'll find somebody else. Then they're like, well, let me make a few calls. Let me see if I can 
cancel that show just so I can go right with your veteran. And we, I mean, it, this isn't a one-off. Like, it, it happens all the time. We have to tell songwriters, like, no, 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 it's okay. We can, we can find somebody else. And they're, like, they're, like, dying to just write and help out. And, and it's, it's remarkable. Um, like Jesse said, uh, so many of the songwriters that, that have worked with our veterans, they say the exact same thing, which is they get a lot out of it. You know, just as much as they're giving, they're getting. And it's, it's, it's just an awesome, an awesome thing to be a part of. That makes me happy. Uh, I was almost scared that I would have heard the opposite. <laughs> no. I was almost scared that I would have heard the opposite. No, no. The, the songwriting community here in Nashville, I mean, second to none, both from the, the skill and the quality, um, you know. And, yeah, they won't put out a song that they're not proud of. Um, but also just their enthusiasm and, and how giving they are of their time. It, it just, it's awesome. It's so much fun to work with them. And yeah. Well, y'all got one of the sneaky best ones sitting there between y'all. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that guy's For sneaky sure. good. Y'all was talking about somebody making you cry. That's how me and him got to become friends. Uh, it, was, it was February last year at Live Oak. I was there with uh, my big brother, Lee Tucker. And, oh, Lee. and uh, he played Unbroken. From from y'all, yep. from Creative Vets. Yep. And uh, he told a story behind it. And I'm sitting there, didn't know what was coming, didn't know who this bald-headed, bearded guy that kind of looked like me but way more talented was. <laughs> and he did that. And my fat ass is sitting there drunk and crying in front of all these people, just like, <laughs> what the hell? And little did I know that from now on, every time I see him, he would be the one that was crying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <it's, laughs> It's, That's it's, hilarious. It's just funny, funny how the good Lord works. But uh, do y'all have anything coming up that um, any events or anything? Do y'all do any type of fundraisers or anything like that that uh, that you would like to share while you're on here? We do have our our big golf tournament. Now this isn't till May second. Um, we you know we typically do have fundraisers you know monthly, but with COVID once again it's kind of hit or miss. But May 2nd, uh, we, we have a, our big golf tournament. It's at uh, Old Hickory Country Club here in Nashville. You can find all the details, creativevets.org slash golf. What's the entry fee on that guy? Uh, I, think, I think for a, a foursome, it's 1000 and I think it's 300 per person. And all of the proceeds go to veteran programs. You can go ahead and put Raising Grace Studios down for one. <laughs> so that, coming, son, yeah, you can on, go bro. ahead. Hey, it was a lot of fun last year, man. It, oh, was, it was a great. A blast. There were so I, many people there. Like for real, you will you will enjoy yeah. yourself. I mean, this uh, like we we drink and play golf. Is that allowed there? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, there, okay. Well, is, we have. It's beer. gonna be hard for me to find four or three of my friends that are gonna be like. No. <laughs> if I if I tell them it's gonna cost three hundred bucks a piece, but they have to stay sober, they're gonna tell no, me. No, 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 no. It, it's, it's a blast. We have a bunch of local sponsors come out. Uh, we had uh, Big Machine Vodka sponsor it. Um, we had Nashville Armory brought an air cannon out. Whoop whoop. That's so the you, way I used to work. What? Yep. So you could uh, instead of hitting your drive, you got to use this compressed air like basically potato gun, but for a golf ball <laughs> and launch your golf ball down the, the fairway. Um, and yeah. And like I said, we, we have a whole bunch of really nice, uh, the best thing ever. Uh-huh. Oh, dude. <laughs> that <awesome>. And <laughs> we had, we had a veteran who was, I, I'm not even going to ruin his sales pitch because he is hilarious. This guy, big Mike. Mike. Oh yeah, absolutely. Big Mike. Mike. Yeah. He's a six, eight Marine, but now he's in a wheelchair but he still sits up about as high as me. I think he's as tall as I am. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he he can sell ice to an Eskimo. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Uh, anyway. Some cool art. That guy does some really cool art. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about some drawing and, and yeah. things like that? Uh, he does custom shoes, custom like surfboards. Yeah. I don't know his Instagram name off the top of my head, but we're friends on Instagram, so you can find him via mine, but Big Mike. Yeah. H hook me up with him. I always try to like when I find somebody like that. Uh, we do new shirts. You would love his art. We do new oh, yeah. shirts and you stuff for the it. studio all the time, and we always like if there's the one. That well, you'll probably get to see some if you come to the building. I'm going to. I, yeah. I know. We have one of the surfboards. I have to find. Uh, we've got a show tomorrow. It's supposed to be an all-female writers round, but uh, 
and by the way, condolences to Kristen Kelly. Her her dad passed. Oh my oh, gosh, she's so yeah, sorry. and uh, I love Kristen. So she's she so was, sweet. She was supposed to be. That's here who tomorrow. it was at her show that I met you. Yeah, that's, it was Kristen Kelly's that's show. Exactly I was playing right. her writers room. That's I'm right. So sorry to hear that. Um, so yeah, she was supposed to be here tomorrow, and we we've been talking about for a year. Yeah, I wanted to do an all female writers round like mm-hmm. we did yesterday to get like a female perspective and have them in here talking yeah, trash, for sure, and uh, are talking, you know, having fun. Um, I've got two great women coming in still, but I got to get two more. Um, that's all I've got to, for tomorrow though. Yeah, so I can probably we'll I, make I, it. I, I can punch something out tomorrow. We'll I would love to, but yeah. uh. Yeah, anything I can do for y'all to yeah. help y'all to share of y'all, you don't have to ask twice. Oh, we I would it. love. I'm telling you, I just know, I know what certain things have done to help me, and I know the the tiny minuscule bit of me sharing my story has done to help certain people. And there's y'all y'all are helping so many people, and just what a wonderful thing it is. So I, anything that we can do, you you got our support. Yeah, we appreciate it, and yeah, I mean you're you're absolutely right. That that's kind of the whole concept behind everything we do is just get get it out there, like letting veterans know they're not alone. Like whatever you're going through, maybe somebody hasn't been through exactly that, but you're you're not alone in this and and you've got somebody to support you and and help you out um and so so yeah um i i hope to see it the golf tournament it'll be be awesome and there's going to be an art show and a writer's round the night before and then we usually do a big a big music show uh in the evening after the tournament so it's a it's a whole two-day extravaganza if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I will be part of it. I, I, I try to come up here every... Last year, I was up here the most I've been, but this was the full last year of my show mm-hmm. was last year. And uh, getting we're going to hear another one? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, so Chris was one of the first people I started working with individually. And yeah. So we got to write a song together too, and I've yeah. never played it out before, and I figured since he was here... yeah. I figured you wouldn't mind if I busted absolutely it Absolutely not. Soon. Give me a second to, to tune no, it up. No, but. absolutely not. Uh, yeah, that whole, that'll that be perfect timing, too, because cool. this is the end of January. It's January, February, March, April. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to have to find three friends. that I can't take Lee Tucker. Lee Tucker would love to go do that. Uh, Jesse knows Lee. If you, <laughs> I would love for him to meet y'all, but he would come in there to y'all studio, and everybody would get nothing done from laughing at him <laughs> the entire time. Every He's vet in there or whoever would love hey, him, but nobody get nothing done. So sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need. I was a day about to say, Kyle really. loves that. Uh, well, <laughs> Kyle loves a good story. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have anything but good stories. You couldn't have nobody that uh, didn't like four letter words though. <laughs> I, um, hey, you that's okay. We we work with veterans. I mean, that's pretty much par for the course. Wow. Well, you, you got to get you got to get a just. You gonna have to take Lee down there sometime then. He oh, it would be great. I can get him over there for show, dude. I'll tell you what, hold that for two seconds. I'm so proud of you that you knew to put that microphone there. Well, I'm, I'm just I'm learning. I'm a, thank you, thank you. I'm learning just a little bit. My goodness, I think at least we're getting there. It's good. What's that website again? Uh, creativets.org. And then for the actual golf registration, it's creativets.org slash golf. And gonna... I'll give you my contact info cool. and everything afterwards I'm gonna, as well. I'm going to send that to a sponsor as soon as we get done. Hey, awesome. And I'm going to be like, yeah. hey, look, uh, I'm going to need you to take care of this, please. <laughs> yeah, no, we, uh, we are... We put the call out, I think, a week ago for people, you know, sponsors who sponsored us last year. But uh, we're always looking for for more more help, more support, anybody who, who can help raise awareness. And like like they said, we had a blast last year, so uh, this year is going to be even better. Okay, we'll definitely be part of it this year. I was about to say, I have a feeling every year it's just going to get bigger. Yeah. If you ain't going forward, you might be going back. And if you can't see the path, 
How can you stay on track? Everybody's got their own way of growing up. But if you'll take that first step, the next part ain't so tough. Yeah, I'm getting better at living, better at praying, better at going, better at staying, better at seeing the good inside of me. Yeah, I'm getting better at loving, better at fighting, better at laughing, better at crying, better at being the man I want to be. Well, each day is a test, but I always do my best. And sometimes I don't get it down to the letter, oh, but I'm getting better. Oh, I'm getting better. You can have your whole world and turn it upside down But if you take control, you can turn it right back around That could mean that you have to get out of your own way And that might be something you have to do each and every day Yeah, I'm getting better at living, better at praying, better at going Better at staying, better at seeing the good inside of me Yeah, I'm getting better at loving Better at fighting, better at laughing Better at crying, better at being the man I want to be Well, each day is a test But I always do my best And sometimes I don't get it down to the letter but I'm getting better Oh, I'm getting better Hey, I'm getting better Oh, I'm getting better Yes, yeah, sometimes I don't get it down to the letter I'm getting better at living, better at praying, better at going, better at staying, better at seeing the good inside of me. Yeah, I'm getting better at loving, better at pining, better at laughing, better at crying, better at being the man I want to be. Well, each day is a test, but I always do my best. And sometimes I don't get it down to the letter Yeah, I don't always get it down to the letter Oh, but I'm getting better Oh, I'm getting better You were right. I was going to log it. <laughs> Another oh, Chris cool. Bickle original there, son. Hey, dude. So those were the first two dude. songs you wrote, right? Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, first two songs. Okay, so I just spent a long weekend in Chicago with both of these guys, and I didn't know anything about that song. <laughs> we talked about it at least, right? I, yeah. I don't recall it, but but hey, that, that was awesome. No, that's a good one. That both of them were. That was a fun ride too. Yeah. That was a great ride. I'm telling you, I don't. I've not got to obviously be around you a lot yet. He's so sneaky good. Right. He's so sneaky good. It's crazy. Yeah. I just. I gotta quit hanging out with you because you're gonna make my ego go up. <laughs> Look, I gotta quit hanging out with my friends because my friends. I when I was in this room yesterday with all of y'all, I was like. Oh shit, when I go back to Georgia, I'm not gonna know what to do with myself. Because I just it was like when we was all talking, when you get into a certain place up here and you're around these people that are just so good, you're like, How did I get here? Like, there's no reason in the world that I should be sitting in a room, folks like y'all. Doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. And uh I just it's just it's it, it makes me feel better about myself to be around folks like y'all. And like yesterday, it just does. We'd, I'd say we might be lucky. 
Blessed right. is probably like, better. Like my old, so we got a, a gentleman that went through the program, Brad Blasick. He's got a song called Lucky. Yeah. Dude, you got it. It's not done yet, I don't guess. Not quite yet. No, it, it's close. One of these days when you do get to hear yeah. it. And like you get, you get to know him and his story and his family. It's just like, you're talking about another one that will just sucker punch you in the gut. Dude. Yeah. When when I left, I don't know if I ever told you this. When I left uh, Nashville, when I first met you, I listened to the whole Creative Vet, the one, the one that you, the first one, the yeah, Unbroken the first album. One, yep. From here to Chattanooga or whatever it was, mm-hmm. I cried the whole way. Yep. And it's just when, when you know somebody has went through something and then turned it into a song, mm-hmm. it, and you know it's not fake. It, you know, you know that it's real. Yep. It is so. It just makes it so much better. Uh, me and you had to sit here and watch Dukesy sing that ring song yesterday. Dude, yeah, and that was great. And it's just like <laughs> the bridge. Oh my gosh, it's just punched me. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the bridge like- is like a boomer and coming around smack you in the face because <laughs> you're not waiting. On, you're like, man, that was great. That was awesome. And then that boomerang better hits you right up the bridge. Bro. It's so much better. Uh, but fellas, um, I appreciate y'all coming. Hey, uh, and everything. Um, well, every time we come up here, I'll tell you this. I want uh, if it's cool with y'all, I'll stay in touch with uh, with y'all. Yeah. And uh, every time we come up here, every six weeks or two months, whatever it is, golf tournament. Um, we do through some of these through Zoom too, and everything. Sweet. So we'll, uh, if you want us to, we'll help promote a golf tournament. Um, we'll definitely get uh, our best. I will. We play. That's all we do. Where I'm from is we play in golf tournaments every weekend. Nothing but scrambles. Um, we're not any good, uh, but we, 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 that's all we do, man. We don't have nothing else to do, man. And that's, that's what this thing is. We, we do have some ringers come out and they, they take it serious. And then we've got plenty of people who are just out there to support a good cause. (laughs) And we'll have some VIP guests. Uh, we had, uh, Aaron Lewis and what Dan Tominski last time and, uh, a bunch of different songwriters as well. I would almost bet that Aaron Lewis probably is frequent visitor to y'all are he, he he's been in, in contact quite a bit um and he's a huge supporter he yeah. said you know like after the first one he was like just tell me and you know i, I want to make this like a pro-am like let's let's sell tickets so <laughs> him and dan tomiski sing on a song together no dan tomiski played guitar and vince gill sang back up on a song called they call me doc yeah, I told it's you about that one last song. night. If you hadn't got to yeah, listen to it, I yet, haven't listened. To it. I actually to forgot to. You just said that. You've got to listen to it. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, we currently have I think thirty five songs released, and we still have a backlog of like a hundred and fifty. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's just there's only so many songs you can produce, but they're all like that. They all will will hit you in the feels and. You know, we've got songs that represent every every you know conflict going back to Vietnam, um, and all the way through to current day. Um, so, so yeah. And they're found on Apple, uh, Spotify, everything, any major right? streaming platif- platform. Yeah, we've got a, a deal with uh, with Big Machine Label Group, so they they've offered to release all of our our music, so that mm-hmm. you know, if a veteran can't come to us and we, you know, they can't participate in our program for whatever reason they can listen to our songs and if you've got a, a, a an alexa device you just say alexa play music by veterans and it'll automatically play our songs that's cool i love what y'all do if anything anything y'all need whatever we will do anything y'all just let us know and uh once again last time drop your names real quick if, and your social media handles if, you, if y'all need to Jesse, you can uh, you know drop yours first. Show them how to do it. Jesse Wayne Taylor on Facebook and Jesse Wayne T on Instagram. I am on Twitter, but I don't tweet too much. <laughs> oh, TikTok, Jesse Wayne T. Y'all don't have to do that if y'all don't want to. I just figured you might want to get the Creative Vets Instagram out here. Chris is in there. Chris yeah, if, if you got a music page or whatever, you might want to get it out here. Uh, Chris Bickle, Chris underscore Bickle, B-I-C-K-E-L. Yeah, and I'm just Kyle Yepsen, Deputy Director of Creative Ads. He don't have and Instagram, but I'm going to make it. I do it. have an Instagram. <laughs> I do. It's Mr. Mister 2, 2 spelled out, and then 1214 the numbers. Do you follow T-A. that? 
I don't. Whoa! I, <laughs> I stay off of all the socials. But and that way I can I can see what I need to see. Classic. <laughs> I'll look up the creative events real quick. Instagram yeah, you're looking up on creative events. That's a lot better. The creative events, Instagram is creative events, Instagram. Yeah. There, you there you go. go. Same easy. thing on Facebook too. And yeah. then creativevets.org is the website. If you get to the website, I'm sure there's links on there that will take oh, yeah, you to all, all of, of the different socials. social medias. Um, they also have TikTok as well that they are rocking on quite Twitter, a bit. Twitter, TikTok, all of them. Um, I'm going to post y'all on all of them tomorrow too. Okay. Oh, and there's a lot of stuff on YouTube, dude. There's a few music videos and stuff on there as well. Like um, Craig Campbell did one Such for a, a song that, for Seth Cole. Um, what's the name of it? You were in on that yeah, one, right? That was Rise Above. That Rise one, Above. I actually, oh my gosh, I, I actually love that. have a co-writing. They they let me have a co-writing, like whatever, credit That's for right, that. Buddy. I was in the room. <laughs> you were the mentor, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so. That was the first time I got to, to work with Seth, and now... Now Seth is our veteran outreach coordinator, um, cool. and him and I are going to have Big Bend uh, down in Texas to take astrophotography, do night photography. So that's going to be super cool. Really Y'all do awesome. the coolest shit. Yeah, we're doing that that in March, and then again we're going to do it in like September. So yeah, we just went to Yellowstone a few months ago and did the same thing. So yeah, we follow do. the Instagrams. You get to see all that stuff yep. they posted. All that. Or- Oh yeah, and if you want to see, like, if you actually want to watch the process, like how the songwrites go, Fox did was it four or five episodes? Five episodes. Fox filmed five episodes called the Patriots Playlist, where yeah. they where they follow five separate rights and tell the veteran's story, and you get to get to kind of see the whole behind the scenes process. And you that were is in cool. That. I was in that, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So definitely go watch that. I just don't know how more people don't know about this. Yeah. Well. Well, thank you for yeah. Uh, people like you the are the ones that get it out there. So we we're gonna it. we're gonna do we're gonna do like an episode a month with y'all. That's Every right. time we come back, I think that's what I was getting to while I got tongue tied. Every time we come back, let's have a couple guys come yeah. in. We'll get, we'll get Every time we'll have a couple different too. guys come in. He's going to feel left out because he didn't get the country. <laughs> Tell him we didn't talk about politics or religion. <laughs> Shit, we got to change the name. <laughs> well, folks, thanks for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey Note. Uh, we'll catch y'all next time. Go check out Creative Vets, make a donation, or go donate your time. Thank y'all. Thanks.